Hey everybody, this is Theophilus from TZ Coaching and you're listening to the Noble Father Podcast. Whether you're a dad that stays at home, works from home, or away from home, our roles are essential. To a son, it's an illustration of how life as a man is done, and to a daughter, an example of the type of man to look for in the future. But in either case, a noble father stands firm for what he believes, leads with his actions, and embodies a healthy balance of body, mind, and spirit. He pushes himself hardest and commands his time respectfully because he knows how precious the present is. Join me as we discover what it means to live as a noble father. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Noble Father podcast. You're tuning in and I am your host, Theophilus. And, you know, this podcast is really a as-it-happens kind of thing. You know, I am not a perfect father and I am... You know, there are days and things that I do sometimes that are not as noble. And so um, it's such a beauty to be able to record this episode as I live out my life as a father. And, um, you know, before I get started today, I just wanted to say that, you know, we are, we we should be grateful uh, for what we have, everything we have. And, um, you know, the reason I'm saying this is uh, before I hit the record button, um, you know, went through some of my posts and, and, and on social media and came across one of a little girl named Sham in, in, in Turkey, uh, who was trapped under some rubble, uh, for six hours as the rescue team was trying to get her out. And just, it, it really moved me to tears too. Um, it really moved me, um, emotionally just watching this poor little girl, um, going through what she, went through, uh, you know, even though she was lucky to be rescued, uh, there are others that are not as fortunate. Um, there are going to be children without parents and parents without children. And and a lot of brokenness comes from something like that. And just to think that, you know, hours, potentially even minutes before the earthquake, that things are okay. And, you know, the, the stresses and concerns of life, um, suddenly become minuscule in comparison to, um, you know, some, a, a tragic situation like this one. And so I would encourage you to um, hug your kids and hug your wife and settle the indifferences that you have, things that you have unsaid. Go and say those things because, you know, time is fleeting and we just never know when um, we're going to lose that opportunity. Uh, and, and I'm definitely going to take that to heart today and uh, hug my kids and um, let them know that they are loved. Today's episode, um, you know, I, I it's not going to be as prepared as the other ones that I had in the past. You know, um, I like to flow these episodes out and, and, you know, though I like to speak from the patterns of life and things that I am going through and things that I'm seeing in my own life, um, you know, today's is going to be more of a flow episode again, and it might be shorter than I'm used to, uh, but, but uh, you know, I hope to provide the value that I normally do and, and um, you know, move you to action, move you to, uh, you know, distilling and squeezing the most out of this journey of fatherhood as, as you possibly can, as I try my best to, to do myself. Today's episode is... Um, really inspired by one of the fathers in my group uh, by the name of Dan. Uh, Dan recently went on a uh, camping trip where uh, he just found time for himself and to seclude himself and 
and to go and um, you know do some personal discovery uh, just sitting in quiet and asking him questions asking himself some questions about life about direction about where he wants to go and you know he came back from the trip uh, quite you know with profound findings you know and new things and you know it's one of those things where you disconnect from our world and you go into the wilderness that you connect on a deeper level with yourself and with the world that you are a part of um, I won't go into details about you know what was shared about you know the trip you know I hope to interview Dan one day on one of the podcast conversations um, you know at which point I'll ask him um, you know to talk more about but you know this this pattern of being quiet uh, has been through you know through my week is, has been one that uh, has cropped up a few times and I feel so moved to speak about it. Um, interestingly, you know, uh, I, I am going to be making a trip on Wednesday um, to Thursday to go see a fellow father uh, about five or five hours away from um, where I live here um, and to deliver him something. And I'm going to be using that time to do just that is to really just sit down and to be quiet and, and to be still. And as I was, um, you know, taking some quiet time to consider what I'm going to talk about today. You know, I just sat on my couch and, you know, overlooking um, the two bay windows that I have near my office here. And I just kind of looked at the clouds and really took some time to observe. And, and, I, and I asked myself the question of, when was the last time I actually sat down and just looked at clouds move, perfectly content with time trickling by and just seeing these beautiful clouds just slowly make their way across the sky. And I was kind of lost for words. Um, and then I got to wondering, you know, why is it that we do this? Why, why is it that we are so disconnected now from this slow pace? And we find ourselves always um, uppity and, and uh, you know, at a, at a brisk pace, like just going fast and forgetting it, what it means to go slow. And, you know, we kind of live in this world today now that's super busy. It's it's distracting, right? There's so much noise. Um, we, you know, you could even think of yourself as just, you know, you're on your commute. How many things are vying for your attention? How many things are trying to get your, your, excuse me, ooh, your visual senses is trying to get your auditory senses is trying to get your like just trying to get every everything all of your attention towards them you know to buy something to um you know get you to be aware of this thing you know yesterday was the super bowl and you know congratulations to the kansas city chiefs for winning the super bowl you know when you when you look at that whole event it's like it's not even just the game itself it's the commercials and it's the new products and it's the scan this qr code and it's you know even on the field you got distractions you got you know branding of this and that and it's endorsed by and sponsored by and all this other stuff you know we've gotten to this place where we're incredibly distracted and we've lost our way really uh in the midst of all this distraction and you know how much of that accounts for um, where fatherhood and uh, fatherness, fatherness is in our day and age. And one of the things that we don't do is we don't we don't look internally 
everything about this external world is so distracting. It's so inviting and it, it takes us away from the real place of who we are, who we're called to be, what is our strengths. We are so quick to take people's assessments and judgments and opinions about things and we overlook our own thoughts and our own desires and our own character in the light of things. Um, that's not to say everybody does that, but you know, we all do it to an extent. There's this people pleasing tendency in there. And so I wanted to ask you, you know, is when was the last time you really just sat down to be quiet with yourself? Uh, maybe you, maybe when was the last time you went and stargazed by yourself or, you know, went on a camping trip by yourself? When was the last time you took some time to yourself to really just sit with yourself and try to, to, to put away some of those thoughts that regularly plague you? You know, growing up as, as an entrepreneur, um, over the last seven years, um, it's been, it's been a journey of, you know, of, 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 of a lack of presence. Like it's so easy for me to go to the space of, I need to provide for my family and the stress of this, or this, this conversation that I need to have, or I need to focus on marketing. And my mind is always finding things to grasp onto and hold onto. And, and it, it take, it took me away from being present with my family. It took me away from being present with my wife. And it took me away from being present with myself. Like I, I, I was, I was, I was finding myself not myself, you know, um, one of the greatest things, one of the, the most profound things that I ever did for myself was get myself into doing the ice cold plunges. Um, and, and I know you guys hear me talk about this a lot, but one of the major byproducts of that was really mindfulness for myself because, you know, in that moment, you're, you're kind of in this fight, fight or flight response mode. You are focused solely on your breathing to survive. You suddenly had to breathe. And if you didn't breathe in those situations, you can actually, you actually do die. You actually will die. Like if you jump into a lake and you're not ready for it and you don't know how to breathe, your body will seize up and you will, you will not be able to swim. I've tried it before where I've stepped into the water and I'm at the depth where it's right up to my neck and I'm standing properly. But if I took another step, I would be, I would need to tread water. And I, I tried once I, I took this step forward and it was suddenly deeper than I could manage. And I couldn't, I couldn't tread water. I, my body tensed up and it was, it, it gave me an immense amount of fear, but you know, this is just an, a thing to, you know, to, to, to let you know that if you are going to attempt that is to uh, do it within means, right? Uh, don't start out doing eight minutes. Like I did my first time. Um, and you know the, the 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 byproduct of that was really just the space of mindfulness. I was really um, I was cluing into the thoughts that were invading my space and this you know this over distraction of the external world and and the the lack of mindfulness uh, of my own was just kind of like this. It played kind of like a doubling effect. It was like when I wasn't distracted by an external external stimuli, I was being distracted with my own thoughts. Now, a good example of this is whenever you're going to bed, right? Um, sometimes when I'm going to bed, I'll find myself having the best ideas, um, randomest of thoughts, and it just it's just this rampant, incessant um, droning of thoughts that it just it, it just doesn't it didn't serve me to have them. It didn't it wasn't going to amount to anything. There was nothing actionable on, on on some of these thoughts, and and when I started to 
when I really started to devote myself to the cold plunging, it was like, it was like quiet. It was like peace. And I'd never slept that way before. And so there was this kind of doubling effect again with that, where it was like, I had better control of and grasp of my mind. But at the same time, there was physiological changes that the water was bringing to my body that allowed me to sleep so much better. And one of the things about sleep is that, you know, it's not a matter of when you wake up. It's it's a matter of when you go to sleep. And so if you're not getting a good amount of sleep at night, you're not going to be as effective. You know, obviously this ties into the being quiet thing because, you know, when you're quiet, you're your most, you're your most, you know, when you're sleeping, you're at your most quiet. And, you know, to, to be an effective, noble father, sleep has to be a priority for you. If you are not taking care of yourself physically, there's nothing to be noble about and it doesn't really like set an example for our children right if we are constantly um you know eating fast food or or drinking sugary drinks or um you know multiple cups of coffee every single day and and we're not moving around our body or we're not um you know keeping our, our 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 weight in check you know we're taking in more than we're burning off like we're we're setting an example of how that is done for our children. And, you know, that's no example to live. That's no um, way to show how life is done. Uh, that example piece is something that just can't, can't get away from. And so, you know, for yourself, you know, if you're considering, um, you know, taking some time to yourself, you know, you know, why, why should we do something like that? You know, self-care is one of the major things of that, that we as fathers, you know, often, often neglect is is it's easy to um sometimes it's safer and more secure to just go about continuing to live in safety and in comfort and in in security you know Um, but on the other hand it's like we we need to we can't overlook the 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 detriment or the the consequences of overlooking ourselves who we are on the inside uh, that is one of those things. We don't spend the time to get to know ourselves. Time is going to come, and it's going to make light of those things. We are going to find ourselves one day on the deathbed wondering, what did I even amount to? Whose life did I ultimately live? Was it somebody else's? Was I living up to somebody else's standard? Um, and this is one of those topics that I love speaking about, and I was going to write a piece about that today, and my content was, you know, what is your motive behind your life? What is, what is the ultimate goal of what you're trying to do in this life? What, why do you do what you do? This is a prevailing question. If you take that soul question and you take it into the wilderness, oh my goodness, excuse me. See, talking about sleep, right? Got to swallow your own medicine first. I, I clearly didn't sleep well last night and yawning. Maybe it's because of the carb crash from lunch or whatever. Um, but yeah, even if you take that question into the wilderness, why do you do why you do what you do, you know, in your work? Why do you continue to do this job that you hate? Why do you continue to ignore your own, who you are on the inside? Why do you, you know, shy away from conflict? Well, everything, everything in your life you can ask why to. And if you dig deep enough, you will find the bedrock of it. So to give you some, um, you know, an example, um, I, I have a, a person that I'm, you know, working with and, um, you know, something happened in life. 
something happened in life that um, is hard was hard to get over and you know this this person was you know essentially distracting themselves finding reasons to um you know avoid this side of themselves and, and we are we're all like this to an extent right you'll have people who suffer some kind of trauma and you know they suffered it when they were seven years old and they're now 40 years old and you know when you talk to them you you feel like you're talking to a seven-year-old you know this person hasn't gotten over this particular set of trauma and 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 so that the entire existence of the person is living from this place of I was wronged and you know they're no longer they're they're not they're not able to move on past that point and and so that's the thing here is like understand to understand ourselves at a deeper level why it is that we do certain things why do we for myself why did I always constantly put myself down and, and not celebrate the the achievements and, and the things that I had done, the accolades and the things that I have attained for myself? Well, it stemmed back all the way to the dishwashing, the dishwash dry, you know, rack uh, example that I'd, I had in my life. For those of you that didn't know, when I was growing up, um, I'd always strive to get the dishwashing rack um, put to the satisfaction of my mother. And not once was I, uh, you know, given a good compliment or, you know, it was always met with a sigh or a, um, you know, disapproval that it was not put to somebody else's standard. And, you know, that that caused a lot of hurt and a lot of pain within me. And, and it really caused me to not celebrate because, you know, eventually I just thought of myself as, well, you're not able to get anything right. Everything you do is going to be met with a sigh. And so, you know, what is there to celebrate in that in that situation? And, you know, I had to break through that. I had to learn that, you know, I was it was unrealistic to aspire to somebody else's standard and and to realize that I would never be able to satisfy something like that. And so in everything we do and and this is whenever I went into my own journey of asking myself why of why is it why it's important to love ourselves and to appreciate ourselves because if we don't do that for ourselves nobody else is going to do that for us and we certainly can't get that from somebody else um you know we're all imperfect people and i spoke about love a few episodes back and and how we can't adhere to somebody else's love they they're imperfect people they'd never be able to see eye to eye on things and there would never be a perfect lover it, it uh, even if there was one person that was perfect and the other was imperfect, there's it's a it's a miss it's a mismatch in in you know you just you'll just resent one another eventually and and so where am I trying to go with this? In understanding ourselves, it is it it it, it helps us it helps us to get us to a better place. You know we we are on this development journey and it all has to start somewhere and and starting with your self-love it has to start from the inside out um, ultimately what i'd love for you to discover in your own you know time and quiet time is is to find your why to find your reason and 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 to find what your existence is all about and and the interesting thing is that everybody's answer is completely different and and what one thing that I hope you also find is that you have unique qualities about yourself that nobody else has. And, and, and that's the beauty of this whole journey is that 
there is it's not supposed to be a cookie cutter way of going through life we are meant to live on our own terms whatever it is god has given us to maximize we are called to do that we all have a contribution to make we all have a gift to be shared with the world there's going to be somebody who needs to hear your story and your story is powerful but we really need to take the time to be quiet with ourselves to learn to love ourselves because when we don't do that when we don't understand ourselves how do we know what we want in life how do we know who to pursue or who to spend the rest of our lives with and when we don't live from that place we're going to make hasty and rash decisions and we're going to do things that oh maybe piques an interest or it's a it's just a shiny object and suddenly we're way off base and we're we're you know we get past the point of return is that we've made a mistake and now we can't go back uh, this is the last thing we want um, for our lives uh, this is you know um, an area that i love to speak to for fathers is you know this this internal battle this internal struggle you know so much of what we you know as men we tell you hey you should just man up and suck it up and whatever it's such an external way of feeling it's essentially telling somebody not to feel something and and that's virtually impossible you can't not feel something um we have to feel the full extent of it you can push it off you can numb it down you can you can use substance to try to avoid it but in it, eventually it's going to come back you know you're going to feel it again and and the the dangerous thing about that is that you know it'll come back stronger is that it'll loom itself larger right you couldn't get over it yesterday what do you think you're going to do today like you think it's going to be even better today like i'm I've, i'm stacking on more problems on top of more problems for you every waking minute you're stacking more problems and so you know this leads me to talk about you know our our, our thursday meetups um you know this past weekend this past week thursday we had seven newcomers come out and it was so beautiful and it was so pure and it was it was amazing to be reaffirmed even though we've seen it countless times before that you know this space even though it's an online one and we don't physically you know aren't physically together can't give each other a, a an embrace or 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 put a hand on each other's shoulder that it was capable we are capable of going very very deep um, you know, through the online space. And so if you're one of those people who are looking and seeking in your own path and looking for somebody to hold that space for you, to feel heard unconditionally, to show up as you are, free of judgment, without any kind of, um, you know, conditions, right, to, to that relationship, that, you know, that you'd come out. We'd love to invite you into that space. Um, the space is is really for people to come as they are, bring whatever it is they have, and just to lay out their hearts for everybody else. And, and and to, you know, if you want advice on it, to get advice. If you want just to be held and just to be, um, you know, just to speak those things out, even that mere act is enough. And it'll, it'll, it'll work itself out and it'll perform wondrous things um, and miracles within us. You know, so many times I, I, I show up on these calls and I have some kind of struggle that I'm going through as an entrepreneur, or as a father, or as a husband. And, and when I lay it out there, it's like it doesn't even have to be received. There's so much that somebody listen, took the time to listen to my struggle and to, um, 
really just be there for me was enough and it was therapeutic enough for me to be moved to, to to move on you know some sometimes the dads bring you know the the you know they're just their normal is just not my normal is you know they're they're dealing with illnesses or or something incredibly difficult that they're going through and you know i'm not trying to make light of it you know it gives me perspective on my own life as a father and how grateful i truly am with what i have um, when i hear of somebody else's journey um, by no means is it comparison but you know it, it, we 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 as human beings always are trying to find something to contrast what it is we're currently going through we're always trying to find somebody to validate our what it is we're going through and to know that we're not the only ones right we are social beings. We are communal beings. Um, there are spiritual beings living a physical life, not physical beings living a spiritual life. And so this deep heart-to-heart -heart connection is part of who we are as human beings. Like we are called to connect. We are called to connect on, on a deep spiritual heartfelt level. And when we don't do that, well, we start to numb. We start to um, rely on things like social media and you know, we're, we're, we're sending texts back and forth and we're laughing about surface level things. It's just, it just exacerbates itself to this point of, um, where we're currently at now, right? We're, we're, we're at a point where we're as, as incredibly disconnected and, you know, things like likes and shares and, and, and emojis of, of this approval of, of others, you know, that we seek, um, is such a surface level thing. And, and it's no wonder we're, you know, at a, at a point in time where mental health is so critical, it's so important, is that nobody is opening their hearts. And we're just stuffing in all these problems and expecting them to go away. And yet they don't, they loom larger. And then our mental health takes a dip and, you know, health starts to decline because we're not making the right decisions. We're not being mindful in the things that we're doing. And, and we, we slowly, we're dying a slow and painful death. We're just rotting away slowly. And we don't even, we're, we're not even like cluing into it. You know, we're so distracted with all these sporting events and all these new shows that are coming out on streaming platforms. And we have all this news about this person and that person and the gossip that's going on with this celebrity and that celebrity. And, you know, we got this shiny object of AI now and we have new work and side hustle ideas and it's just, it's just rampant. And so, to be able to take the time to really slow down, to, to just really just be quiet, to take off your shoes, to stand in the sand, to stand in the grass, to, you know, be in the wilderness, to listen to a river, um, you know, as the water's, you know, trickling downstream, to listen to the leaves and the trees and to listen to the wind in your ears. And we don't slow down enough. We need to slow down. We're going at a pace that is not um, going to serve us. And... And, you know, this is something for us to show our kids on how to contend. You know, um, my son recently has been having a lot of issues focusing at school. And I'm seeing it in his eyes whenever he's sitting there doing his math homework. Is He's he's so easily distracted by the littlest sound. Things passing by or, uh, you know, the eraser on the pencil or, or whatever it is. It's just so easy to be distracted. And, you know, if we don't show them how to contend with this busy life, who's going to do that? Who is going to do that? We need to set the tone for them. And, and so, you know, this is always the lesson. I always try to think of how is this my fault and my responsibility? And, and, you know, it is my responsibility. My son is the way he is because of me. And, 
you know, even though some people would say, oh, yeah, that's indirectly related to you. It's still related to me. And I take full brunt of where my children are at and where my son is at. And, and so this is something for you to consider for your own life. You are not your own person. You are not um, just living for yourself now. You are now a father. You are to take care of your children. You are to lead the way by example to them, also to your spouse. You are the beacon. You are the icebreaker, like I always like to say. You pave the way for your children, and you set the tone for them. And so I hope you're listening to this podcast and you feel moved to go spend some time with yourself. It doesn't have to be overly dramatic. You can go and find a park bench somewhere. You can go to the nearby stream. You can sit inside of a lake. You can go camping by yourself. You can drive your car out to a remote place and just sit. Like there's multiple ways to go about it. Just spend some time with yourself being quiet. And one of the techniques that I recommend you do is that is you just focus on your breath. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. And every time that you find yourself thinking about something other than your breath, that you note exactly what it is you're thinking about just visualize yourself pinning that thing to a board and going back to your breath breathe in breathe out fully in fully out and just focus on your breath and over time i guarantee you as you do that practice and as you get more reps in to take that time to learn how to breathe that you'll notice that your mind is actually slower to be distracted be taken away to somewhere else and this lack of presence greatly affects our children. Children are super smart, man. As soon as you disconnect and you you know, are playing with your children, but then suddenly you pick up your phone, they notice right away that your attention is gone and that they're no longer there. And then they lose interest in whatever it is they're doing because you're no longer interested. You're subconsciously telling your children that they are not worthy of your time. And that is one of the big prevailing questions is that, or, or observations that I found in my life is that in every single interaction, whether that's with your spouse, with your children, with your family, is that we get to talk, we get to portray two different feelings, whether that person is the most important person to you or they're not. Those are the two things. In every interaction, we get to show whether they, that person is the most important person in the world to us or they're not. When you pick up your phone, they're not. When you're distracted by your own feelings and things that are getting in the way of you being present, you're showing them that they're not. So this is something just for you to consider. You know, I want to keep this episode short. I know that, um, I know that uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on uh, in this day and age, um, and I and, and I'm living it too. I'm seeing it every single day, and it's very uh, disheartening sometimes. But you know, I want to motivate you. I want to, I want to, I want to, you know, speak a blessing over you and everything that you're doing is that I hope that you'd seek yourself and find the answers within you rather than finding it from an external source because you have the, you have the answers. Um, and when I say external source, I obviously don't mean God as an external source too. You know, God is um, going to speak to you um, if you give him the space and time to do it. You know, the the thing that I've learned this week, you know, and, and something that I continually remind myself about is that, you know, God will never force his way into your heart. He will never intrude into your space. He will give you the freedom until you open your heart up voluntarily and and welcome him into your heart. Um, he will be waiting. Um, and it's interesting. Uh, somebody said yesterday at church was like, you know, you can run 
as far and as long and as far away from God as you like. But as soon as you turn around, God is going to be right there. God is going to be standing right there with you. And the difference is that the devil is there. He, you give him a space, you give him a little bit and he'll take every, he'll, he'll take everything. Um, and so, you know, I warn against that. It's like, don't open the door to Satan. Uh, don't, open the door to the devil because he will take everything and he'll feed you lies and he'll tell you that you're not able and you can't do this and you can't do that and that you're an idiot and that you know you look at you you can't even get anything right and you know that's one of the things about getting quiet is to distinguish the voices that we have in our head because you know when i first started this mindfulness journey i used to tell myself these things i used to tell myself that i was an idiot and that i couldn't do this and i couldn't do that and you can only imagine the results that i was getting in life i was i was listening to like you know it was just like you know doing pull-ups if i tell myself that i can't do another one guess what <laughs> you, no matter what amount of strength i use i wasn't going to push it up and pull it up and and that's the thing here is this mindfulness is incredibly important if you don't learn to control your mind, your mind is going to control you and it's going to take everything from you. Um, you know, you let your wildest imagination go, right? You think your wife is, um, you know, is, is, is committing, um, adultery and, and, you know, where does your mind go? Right. Instantly you'll think of, Oh yeah, she's with this person. She's doing this. And then you're making, you're making evidence appear real, right? You're, you're looking at, Oh yeah, no wonder she went out the other night and stayed out later or whatever. I need to look at her phone and see what her chat logs look like. You know, your mind will go to crazy places to find answers to justify what it is that you believe. And so if we're not mindful of these things and we don't take the time to watch over our own mental health, we are, we are going to suffer um, greatly and tremendously. And, and this one thing with the cold dips is that I've noticed is that whenever I turn like i'm saying when i'm in the shower or something like whenever i turn the water from hot to cold and i'm like the, when i'm paying attention to how cold the water is it becomes incredibly unbearable but whenever i focus my attention to something else and i think deeply about those things suddenly i forget how cold the water really is now this the interesting thing about this even further is like when you watch little toddler children playing in a cold lake and I remember this from my son. My son was at an age where I think when he was like, you know, able to sit by himself, it was like eight or eight or nine months uh, whenever we were back in Canada. Like we'd go to the lakes up here. And even during springtime, the water is super cold, right? Um, my son was able to sit in the water and just play. And, and the cold didn't affect him. And I wonder why is that? Well, probably because he's having so much fun and he's not thinking about how cold the water is. Like he's not feeling his body in that moment he's feeling the fun that he's having and he's distracted by that and so these are applicable things for us as adults is that and i've done this before right with a cold plunging example is that you know when your mind is not focused on how cold it is and just focused on your breathing um or focused on what somebody's sharing you know as they're talking in the in the water you know as as i find myself often doing with my friends is you know somebody will be going to share about their weekend or their, their stories and i just listen when i tune in it's like i don't even realize that i've already gotten past the worst part of the cold um and, and that's the power of the mind and so you know this is where i kind of want to end the episode i think that um you know this this notion of getting quiet disconnecting from the world dropping our phones and not having to tie in everything there's something to that and we do need to return to that place. Um, and it's only that then can we be super effective in, in who we are, um, 
you know, we need to stop numbing that side of ourselves and to really appreciate that we have the answers within us. We just need to be quiet enough to find and seek those things and listen to what God has in store for us because, you know, we might be holding on to a thousand dollars, but God has a million bucks for us, you know? You're struggling and holding on to it. like I want this and I need this, but in reality, he has something even better for us. And and so, and, you know, learning to detach ourselves from that is an, a, another thing in life that we must be, um, you know, regularly doing. Um, so if if there's anything that you've heard on this episode that you are uh, intrigued by or listen, you know, that you're you're wondering about, you know, or you know of friends who are struggling with some of these things of wanting to be more mind, mindful or they're trying to find their direction in life, I'd love to speak to them. I'd love to be uh, a resource to them um also mentioned the meetups if you're interested in that that's on thursdays at 4 p.m pacific time 7 p.m eastern time there's a registration link that you have to go through in order to get the link to that invitation and so um, definitely reach out if you're looking for that other than that we also have a patreon which is kind of a membership and so if you're looking to um you know grow uh grow in your development as a father um there are different tiers of things that you know value that i'm going to that I provide on a week to week basis. Currently we're going with all the patrons through one year of accountability. And so whatever your goals is or resolutions that you set for yourself, um, in, in this year, you know, we'd love to hold you to them. We'd love to do it all together as a group. Um, we have four guys right now in there and it's been an amazing space of holding each other accountable and also being able to support this work that I'm currently doing full time. This is my full time gig. I don't have anything else, um, besides, you know, doing a nonprofit with my dad. Um, but this is really a, a, a dedication. Like I'm, I am focused solely on contributing to the lives of fathers. And, and so if you're able to help me in that, I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, and so uh, I'm looking forward to what this week has in store for us. You know, I'm going to be away, like I said, on Wednesday. Um, and we got another Thursday meetup coming up and there's just a bunch of stuff happening. Um, also, tomorrow's Valentine's Day, right? If you're listening to this podcast and you're realizing that now, um, you know, I'm going to pray for you because you're in a lick of trouble if you're trying to figure out something now. Um, but if not, you know, have a great week and um, you guys just take care and I'll see you next time. Bye. Please show your support for the Noble Father podcast by recommending the podcast to your family and friends. You can also subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review. And also, if you know a father who is interested in a regular meetup every week where they can show up authentically and share the best parts of themselves, some of the struggles they're going through, some of the wins that they have, and even some lessons to bless other fathers with, and um, also have them in our Facebook community, um, just a bunch of men who genuinely care about one another and just share space and hold it for one another. Thank you very much for listening to the Noble Father podcast. Until next time, bye for now.